Hi, welcome back. Thank you so much for watching On the Town. I'm your host, Tanya. Uh, since, um, and since our last presidential election, we are learning the importance of getting involved in your community. If you don't get involved uh, from your local level, your voice will not be heard on any level. So uh, with that being said, uh, On the Town wanted to have community leader spotlight, spotlight tongue twister. And our guest tonight is, uh, is a Katona residence, third generation town of Beffert resident. Um, she has served as director of missions at SUNY Purchase for a decade. And she is also the, uh, the associate director at the Harvard School of Admissions and now a uh, newly appointed uh, town board member. Please welcome Ms. Stephanie McCain. Hi. Hi, Tanya. Thanks How so much for having me. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time out to come and uh, be with On the Town. We appreciate you. Um, I see a lot of things that you're doing in the community and just wanted to spotlight you. Um, so um, the first thing I guess um, we'll, we'll get to is a, a town board member. Tell us about what that, what that entails. So um, in January, I was appointed to the town board uh, when Marianne was, you know, moved up to supervisor, her seat became vacant. Mm -hmm. And I was lucky enough to be um, identified as someone who would be an appropriate candidate to fill that seat. So quite frankly, I'm learning uh, along with some of you about what that role entails. But the, the town board oversees um, you know, really maintains the fiduciary responsibility for the town, you know, is the legislative body of the town that, you know, sort of creates the, the laws, if you will, and the policies and procedures that govern us, um, and ideally provide leadership around, you know, assuring that all the people in the community are represented, have their needs met, and get the services that they need. Awesome. Awesome. Now, um, I see that, um, you know, I grew up here too. So yes. see, there is a little bit more uh, a pinch of diversity. Uh, yes. and, uh, that's awesome to see. Because uh, it's something like, I don't think it was like something, maybe not even intentionally done, let's say. Uh, I just think it's good that now the people want to be involved. So they inquire and, and that they are being invited in. Uh, so that's a beautiful thing um, because the town is has gotten way more diverse than from when I was seven years old. Um, as a third generation resident and a very active member, I see you're on a lot of different uh, volunteer boards, uh, you know, everything from soccer to the theater to, to just like everything. What are some of the things that has made our community so great? Oh, gosh. I mean, growing up in Katona was really, truly a highlight, you know, for me. Um, so much so that I actually returned to the community to raise my own daughter. Um, I think, you know, what's great about our community is that people really do care about each other. They care about the character of the town. Um, you really get to know your neighbor. Uh, there are a lot of people who've been here for a long time, but at the same time, we also are able to welcome new, new community members. Uh, we have great services, great schools, um, you know, it's beautiful here and access to the culture. You don't have to leave if you don't want to, but if you do, you can just hop on the train and get to New York City. So I could go on and on about what's great about, you know, our community, but those are some of the things that are highlights for me. Thank you. Well, what are some of the things that you think uh, that could be improved? Because I'm with you. I've been here so long that I, I really, I hate to say it sometimes. I'm like, I love my town. It's like, right? 
I don't want to tell too many people because I don't want them coming. But right. I really do like my town for so many weird reasons. And I was a foster kid. So right. like foster kid to say, like, my town is pretty cool. And, and there's things that go on, I'm sure, you know, that are like whatever. But overall speaking, it was so great that I brought my kids back to be raised here. Exactly. Exactly. Like, that, that tells you a lot, right? I, um, I know it well. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what are some of the things that you think um, areas that we could work on as a, as a community and as a town? Right. I think you touched on it earlier. The reality is that for years, uh, the the people who run our town um, really have not been a diverse group of people. Uh, and, and, you know, again, I don't think it's necessarily a malicious thing, but there are different kinds of people in our community. We have working class people, we have immigrants, we have foster kids, right? We have, you know, a wide variety of people with various needs. We have people who are aging, you know, my family has been here for a long time. I currently live in the house I grew up in with my mom. And she is, you know, like part of why we're here is so that she could age in place, right? And so I think that sometimes we are not mindful of the variety of people that we have because we definitely as a community, mm -hmm. you know, with great schools and all the things that we talked about before, you know, it's very family oriented. They tend to think of, you know, young middle-aged people raising families, you know, and those needs. But I don't think we always censor the needs of black and brown people. I don't think we think about people who might somehow be other than, you know, what we expect to see in a suburban community like ours. And I think that, you know, we need to, to work on that and just start thinking about ways that we can support the various people here, uh, the various families and family types so that we can continue to make it accessible and enjoyable for everyone. Okay, that's a that's a that's a cruise. There's my hat. That's very important and crucial. That uh, that is for everyone. Um, yeah. Now, so sometimes you see um, where um, towns uh, are not as diverse, but I can honestly say that sometimes I'm not sure. Like you said, if, if it was just because no one really, no one like maybe me as an African American, I didn't go say well, I'd like to sit on the town board to be told no. Right. So right. I can't even say it's that because it's right. probably not that. It's probably just like no one asked. I'm not going to go and recruit out, you know, other. Uh, it's usually, you know, people inquire. Right. Um, and I find the most people that inquire are the ones who have most invested in the town. Uh, so uh, that's right. uh, we all have something invested if we live here. Yeah. And we should all be heard. But we also have to get out actively and not, you know what I'm saying, and not say yeah. that uh, that it's because of um, – because it may not be diverse, but it may not be that way because maybe we didn't go out and challenge uh, uh, the roles or say I right. want to be board or I want to be a part of this. I want to run for office. You know, we have to right. be active. Um, and, and then if we're active and nothing happens now, we can say, wait a minute, there's something shady going on. Right, right. Um, yeah, I think it's a two-way street, really. I think that, you know, um, sometimes people don't know that they're welcome. Right. They, you know, and I think the expectation is that if you value openness, diversity, well, you know, um, open government, that you, you just assume that everyone is going to feel like the door is open, that the seat at the table is available to them. And I think that that's not always the case. Right. Um, but at the same time, I think you're right that we also have to step up where we can. Um, and let people know that we're here, that we have skill sets, that we have talents, that we have viewpoints, 
that are valuable, that are actually invaluable in order to make the fabric of our community that much stronger. Uh, exactly. Exactly. So what, what, um, you know, what are some of the reasons why it's important for us to, as regular citizen taxpaying people to volunteer, uh, and to vote at a local level on, on all aspects, whether it's for the school board, whether it's for the town board, uh, whatever, whatever is going on. Why is right. that crucial? Well, I mean, national issues are obviously very important, but the reality is that government really happens locally. It all kind of trickles up. It just doesn't necessarily trickle down the way that we were taught years ago. Um, and, you know, what we do at a local level is what impacts us on a daily level. Um, and so if you are not voicing your opinion, if you're, if you're not letting people know what you need, you can't get those things. So, you know, here we are in this wonderful bucolic, as some might uh, call it, community that we want to keep green and safe with great schools. But, you know, unless you articulate what, you know, safety looks like, what, you know, good schools really look like, you know, you may not get what you need or your neighbor may not get what they need. And so it's really important that you step up and pay attention because the other, the flip side is sometimes things just get slipped in yes, because exactly. you didn't show up to that particular public meeting. And then the next thing you know, there's some, you know, legislation or, you know, something that you have to follow or do or pay for that you weren't anticipating. And then it's too late. And you, you can't complain once it's already been enacted if you didn't show up in the first place. <laughs> That's a good one. You can't complain if you have not shown up in the first place. That's very important because a lot of people say like, oh, well, when did that happen? Oh, wait, what? I'm confused. It's like, don't be confused. We're telling you now. And right. that's one of my viewers to hear this because, and I'm trying to, you know, have more people in the spotlight, whether it's politicians, local board members, whomever, because I want them to see. Um, so many people don't know that um, you. this is where you start. You start at yes. the small, the little town meetings. If you don't go to your town meetings and you don't have a street light, you're not going to get one because so you true. never mentioned it to anybody. Nobody's going to know. Uh, right. so, so just as something as simple as a, a, a you know, pothole in your area or, you know, um, your park, uh, you know, something's dirty or I don't know. Those right. little things add up to the later things. Exactly. Um, Thank you. And there's so many ways to get the information, right? You can go to the meetings. There's the newsletter. There's the, the town of Bedford website. Um, the video, you know, the meetings are are recorded, so you're able to go back. And the minutes are available. So you know, and of course, the town council people are 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 there for you. We are in fact public servants, right? Our email addresses are online. Our phone numbers are available. You should absolutely reach out. I mean, I think that's been the great privilege for me is that I'm able to articulate not only the things that are important to me, but also the things that you know my neighbors and my friends have have spoken about. You know, I can bring them to the table. I can help be that voice for them. That's awesome. See, and, and do you have you noticed um, have more people signed up, um, you know, to vote and to be a participate in, in meetings um, uh, since um, since the election of either Trump or Obama? Have you have you noticed an increase or same thing? Yes, I would say that certainly since you know, after Trump was elected, I think a lot of people really started getting involved. Um, you know, there's Indivisible Westchester, there are a number of local, you know, politically based groups 
that are, are available and around to help educate us, not only about what's happening in our town, but on our, you know, in the county, and of course in the state, because those are the things that impact us daily, right? Yeah. Um, and I think people realize that if we are not engaged and we're not paying attention, mm-hmm. we, can't, we can't impact change and then things will happen. And again, you'll show up and be like, wait, how did this happen? If, you know, so I think that there's been a lot more action. And I think that's exactly why the election, this last election went the way that it did because there was so much engagement at the local level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely think uh, I see a big, big change, even young people, uh, which is a, which is an area that I think that a lot of people, well, about Barack kind of touched on it. And I think that's how he went over the mm-hmm. edge one mm-hmm. was because he knew about the college kids. And I right. think that is a big uh, thing that we have to remember as parents when our kids are away at college, do, like, do we get them to have the, you know, mail in their ballot? Did we change mm-hmm. their, their, whatever, their location right. it is we need to do? Because that's something that caught me off guard one year when I was right. like, ah, oh, my daughter's at college. What are we going to do? Oh, and it was too late. So those right. are things that we don't think about that make a big, big, big difference. Um, especially when the election is tight. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. And, and so you I- have to start engaging them before they get into college. I mean, the interesting thing about today's youth, and I, you know, you just said that I work at a school, right? Like the kids are like way ahead of us. We sit around like having these long drawn out conversations about, you know, gender identity and equity and all these things. And the kids are looking at us like, wait, why are we having this conversation? Like, <laughs> haven't you all fixed this yet? So, you know, it's really important to like make sure that they understand how they can be civically engaged and how they, their voice can be heard and recorded and count because, you know, if there's a future that we all want to imagine, they're the ones who really have the ability to make that happen and we need to listen to them and teach them how to participate effectively. Absolutely. I think, uh, yeah, starting early is is crucial for not just for that, but for teaching um, equality and and teaching, you know, um, what's the word, uh, teaching people to be um, not racially tolerant. What's a better word? You know, justice oriented to, you know, to have cultural literacy, to be able to engage. I mean, the world has changed and our, our kids you know this, they are connecting with people across the globe. They are so not as invested in those boundaries as we are. And for those, for them, the boundaries are extremely permeable. Um, you know, I mean, we are all learning about gender fluidity, for example. Yeah. It's because they are moving away from these traditional roles and um, identities because they don't matter as much to them. They're not as invested in them. And so they want to make sure that we are living in a world where people can be safe and be their authentic selves. And, you know, in order for that to happen, we have to teach them how to, you know, the civic process and, you know, what they need to do, like to be voters, uh, to participate. But it's not just about voting. It's like you could participate on a local community um, board. Like, you know, the town of Bedford has a number of uh, committees that, you know, engage that are, that are, um, that are, you know, that are run by, you know, current residents and, and they are able to advise the town council so that the town council can, you know, make change in action that is meaningful to the community. What are, what are some of the other things that, uh, that we can do as residents to become uh, more involved, uh, in meetings well, or well, I would say literally there are not, there are quite a number of uh, vacancies on some of the town committees. They will be coming out or they came out in the newsletter yesterday. Um, 
And quite frankly, I don't remember them off the top of my head, and I apologize for that. But I would certainly go on to the town website and the county. Like there, there, there are like a number of organizations. Um, I'm currently involved. The town of town of Bedford gov. You know, um, I believe. Uh, but um, the other thing is that uh, you know there there are a number of Facebook groups that, like I mentioned, for example, Indivisible Westchester. There's mm -hmm. the Bedford. Democrats. I mean, there's just a number of ways for you to be engaged and get, you know, like that for Democrats is, you know, not allowed to help register voters, to support candidates. Um, there are all kinds of um, organizations that are politically engaged um, and connected. Mm -hmm. So that's good. So there's tons of things you can do, guys, um, to be involved. And most importantly, check your local website. Uh, that usually gives you a, a just of what's going on. Uh, and you can and you can usually you're like you're reachable, right? You're yeah. reachable. Um, you can yeah. reach Tiffany McCain. Um, I always find you on LinkedIn and Facebook. Uh, yeah. So you can find you can usually find candidates or people that are on the board. You can usually find they're usually very accessible. That's the one thing I love. It's not like oh my god, how do I reach somebody in this day and age? I know at least in Westchester, I can't speak for outside of here. I have been able to contact anybody I want to. Oh yeah, I mean, I believe that my email address is smcain at bedfordnewyork.gov. Um, if that's not it, uh, we'll fix that later. <laughs> but that's at what? McCain at bedfordnewyork.gov. I believe that's okay. So that's all right. right. That's close enough for them to get a little around us. Usually, yes. <laughs> Usually I'm sorry. That's okay. Usually, I mean, that's the. That's the beauty of today. Like, there's no excuses um, for people to be sitting at home saying, "Well, this," and just complaining. There's no excuses because there's so many venues. Even if there, even if you think, "Well, I'm not represented," it you can get up and go down to the local town hall and yes. say something. And I'm pretty sure, um, from what I can see, I'm pretty sure that someone will say, "Well, okay, how can we change this?" They're not going to exactly. Exactly. Or you, you know, or dismiss you like back in the day, maybe some right. of the that would have happened. But right. I can say I can honestly say so far, knock on wood, um, we've been pretty good here. And I love the fact that that people like yourself and um, you know, Marianne Carr, people are taking the initiative themselves, um, you know, to just be out there and just do be the change that they want to see. Exactly. You know, everybody exactly. talks about it, but not many people are out there really engaging and saying, well, let me see, what, what are some of my skills and what, what can I bring to this role? Can I help make it a better thing? You know, there's, there's so many things that any of us can do um, rather than complain uh, and sit at home and say, I'm not a part of it. I didn't get it. I didn't get in. Uh, right. I just, just firm believer that just get out there and do it. And then if, then if you get a problem, then come back to the community and say, Hey, they won't let me in or I can't get in. Now right, we right. work with here, right, but right. I don't yeah, want. I mean, now's our time, right? Like we know that, right? There's there's been this movement, this groundswell, and you know, um, it is not as easy to sweep things under the the rug. I mean, there is so much transparency. There's cameras and videos and Instagram and all the things everywhere. Yeah. So you know, like if there's something you want to say, I don't. I'm not saying you know be hostile or aggressive, but I think that you just need to show up and you know what and whatever media makes sense for you and say hey i've got a question i've got a concern you mm -hmm. know and and sometimes it's also about saying how can i be part of the solution yes. i mean i will say that how i ended up at the harvey school really was that there was something that kind of you know made me prickle 
and I and I, I let them know I was like hey guys you know you know in my best youtuber voice and I was like um by the way this isn't sitting well with me and you know and I knew that that wasn't really going to be productive just saying right. I don't like this and right. I said you know I let me know if there's anything I can do to you know help you work through that and you know ultimately I made an entire career change and, and working at the Harvey School and trying to work towards you know, building the community that I want to see there. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. And that's a good example of uh, what happens when you take the initiative and just uh, don't think, oh, I'm just the one person, uh, you know, here. No, you are, you matter. Every person matters if you make yourself matter. Exactly. You know, on the side exactly. Line, guess what? Somebody's running past you with the ball. <laughs> exactly. Very much so. You know, about it, you know, that's it. So that's how I see it. Um, so uh, has being being involved in all aspects of the community allowed you? Uh, has it allowed you to see what needs to be done? Um, you know how far we've come and where we need to go. Do you think that's helped a lot? I mean, I, I, I just happen to be the person who constantly says yes, I have to work on that. And I have to sometimes say no. But I think that having, you know, been, you know, uh, just a resident, a parent, you know, um, you know, a leader in different spaces has given me, I think, some good perspective on um, where there are gaps. Right. right. And, and, and some of them are equity gaps and some of them are, are, are access gaps and some of them are just things that, you know, people haven't really considered. Right. You know, uh, we don't we don't always think about how, for example, we we, we do we, we can do some discount rates for, you know, low income families with some of our recs and parks programming. But the way in which we 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 implement that particular program. I don't think we really walk through that from that person's perspective, right? So like if you're a low income family and you wanna get a discount on your pool rate, like, is it transparent? You know, is it intimidating? Who do you have to share that information with? I think as as a governing body, you know, we're like, but we offer this this option, but we don't necessarily think about what's the best way to offer this option so right. that people can feel good about that and mm -hmm. feel good about their community and not, you know, and I, I, and I think that where we really fall down is like, we can look around a room and we can sometimes see that not everyone's represented and we don't necessarily ask ourselves, what can we do to make sure that we can bring these people in? Right. Um, and I do think that as a community, we tend to decide what others need and <laughs> instead of asking, um, and I do think that maybe we could spend a little more time, you know, asking and connecting. And sometimes you don't know how, and that's fine. But then you find somebody who does know how, you right. partner with them, and you do that. You know, right. we can't we can't just all be saviors. We have to be partners. Yes, absolutely. I see. I don't know why in my head I always see this this little infomercial of like you know uh, four different people that represent our town. You know, walking through our town park here in Bedford Hills, saying, "Ah, oh, walking the dog. Someone's walking their dog. Maybe someone's having a frappuccino, but whatever. By uh, what do you call it? By uh, Starbucks, and someone else is doing so, getting off the train. And you say, "I'm a I'm a resident, and I'm a resident too. And you right. know." And, together like we're all residents and we we together make this place great something like that i don't know right. it's a commercial <laughs> you're, you're working on it got it. I'm, working on it I'm working on this thing in my head because i do 
I mean, I don't know. I especially which I'll I'll we'll touch on that quickly. The pandemic. Since the pandemic, um, what are some of the challenges that we face? Because um, as a resident, I didn't see that many because I think you guys are really on it. Uh, I gotta say. Um, as far as people that wanted to be vaccinated, they were got vaccinated. There was not nobody like, I can't get it. I don't know. I mean, I think they did a wonderful job and the town parks are beautiful. Um, all the sites I want to see preserved in the wooded areas are preserved. Mm -hmm. So am I missing something? <laughs> like, is there something I missed? No, I think that, you know, we've been really lucky. I mean, it, it helps that, you know, 18,000 can seem like a big number, but it's a pretty small town, all things considered, right? And, you know, we were really lucky to have a wonderful senior coordinator um, and, you know, we're able to make sure that the seniors were checked in on. I mean, yeah. I know I said earlier, like I live with my mom and like someone would call her every couple of weeks and just make sure that she was doing okay and didn't need anything. I was like, stop calling. No, that's not true. I didn't say that. I was like, thank you for calling, you know, cause it was nice to have the help. I mean, it was like, they thought they were doing something for her but they were really doing something for me, yeah. you know? Yes. Um, so, you know, we did, we did those things. Um, I think, you know, they've done things to support the Chamber of Commerce so that we can help make sure that the small businesses, um, you know, were able to, you know, continue to be successful. I mean, it's definitely been a struggle. Um, but I mean, I think it really comes down to that idea of community, right? That yes. as a community, we, you know, the town board, the people who work and run the departments, like, you know, Chris Soy and, you know, Kevin Wynn, who are, who are making sure that the town stays pretty and pristine, yes, very pretty. you know, like, like everybody really showed up and we, we are lucky to have department heads running this town um, and that care deeply about our residents and making sure, and there, there were conversations that were had. Now, I personally can't take any credit for any of the response for the, to the pandemic. That was like a whole other board that I was not involved with. Yes, but, yes. But, yes. I, but it was really about being, you know, in constant communication with residents and trying to make sure that they were responsive to the needs yes. that people were indicating that they had. Mm -hmm. I saw also, um, which I just had to mention, it was so cute. I don't know who thought of the Valentine's Day idea. I think they uh, both yeah. uh, uh, chocolates or something to the seniors. Yes, I, I saw that and I was like, "Oh, this is brilliant!" Uh, I just yes. thought it was so kind that people were thinking of our seniors because I, it's like I wanted to do some kind of reach out, but I was like, "Yeah, but with COVID, how's that going to work?" Right. Exactly. So it was like a catch twenty-two. So I was glad that someone in the town thought of it and said, "No, we're going to make sure we take care of everybody." I really can say um whoever was in charge um whether because when did it start was it the pandemic started was it was um verdict march or yes, was, it was it was chris verdict marianne yes, Kate carried the torch it was it was great it was great yeah. so i appreciate it as a resident um i appreciate it and you know i wanted to have you here today because i wanted people to see like it, even though we're talking about our small town this applies for your small town wherever you're at um, that you have to get involved. And, and that means going to the school meeting to be a parent. Even if you're not a parent, I'd go and check out what's going on. You know, um, go on to your town, your town meetings. Uh, if now they may be in Zoom still, but go, you know, check them out because there's things They're going easier on. In Zoom. <laughs> I, right. Like we're in Zoom still. Yeah. Like, uh, like even putting up uh, new 5G towers or something like that. If you don't want them in your area, guess what? They will be up in your area. If you're not there to say, hmm, don't think I want this here. Can you please put it somewhere else? It, 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 it'll happen. If you don't have lights, can't tell nobody, but if you're not at the meetings, nobody's going to know. 
So there's no diversity, go to the meeting and make it diverse. You know, it may be, it may not, not be diverse because someone's prejudice. It may be because you didn't take a part and you might be, if there's five black people in town and none of them go to the meeting, then whose fault is that? Right? So I say in my Latino community, everybody, you must get involved. This is where it starts. It doesn't start later. Once you go vote for president, that's too late. Uh, so get involved. And any last word you want to give? Because um, I know our time has gone already. Yeah. No, it was like really quickly. But, you know, I think just to read it, you said, I think the reason that I was, re that people reached out to me is because I had shown up in different places. You know, I had done the volunteer with the community theater. I had done the volunteer work with the Girl Scouts. You know, I had connected with different people in different parts of the community. And so don't get me wrong. I know I was not the first person they thought of when they were like, oh, we have a vacancy. Let's call Stephanie. But, you know, <laughs> at some point they like realized after all the smart people said no, they were like, we know this other smart woman who has, you know, really been, you know, connected and engaged. And so it's really like you don't know what the outcome of that would be. It yes. could be a job. It could be a seat at the table. So, yes. you know, where you can, if it fits in. Um, and I think it's really important to model. I mean, for me, a lot of it was driven by my daughter. I didn't want her to think that, you know, we could just glide through life and not contribute, but we really needed to participate. And I encourage everyone to do so because you just never know where it's going to lead. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I really appreciate that. That's the that's best summary I could possibly give. For your kids' sake, participate because you don't want to just get anything. You stand for something, you fall for anything, and we don't know what that could be. So uh, I appreciate you taking the time to come and chat with us, and you're welcome anytime to come back and tell us anything going on in the town. Uh, anything I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. And let's see, I just want one quick shout out to uh, Gina. Uh, you're working on speaking. Yes. Humanitarian solutions. Yes. Uh, let's see. Elizabeth. Thank you. Um, thank you, Betty. G uh, let's see. I said, Gina, I don't see you on there. Okay. And somebody else I saw, I can't see who that is, but thank you guys so much for taking the time to watch us this week. Uh, we were getting, uh, let's see, I'm trying to see if I have any more comments before I go here. I apologize. Um, but thank you so much, you guys for watching. I hope you've learned something this week. Um, and you definitely learned something new about Stephanie McCain. Um, and uh, if you have any questions for her, you can email her. Uh, there's emails in the chat. And if you can't find her, you can hit me up and I will give you her information. Just whatever you do, get involved, please. All right. Thank you so much for watching on the town. And uh, that's it. I'm going to talk to you guys. Do not forget to go to my channel, YouTube channel on the town with Tanya and subscribe, like, hit. And uh, yeah, that's it. Bye.